welcome to the I Ching with Clarity podcast. I thought I'd do something a bit different for this episode. It's still real Yijing experience, because that's where the oracle lights up and comes to life when it's doing its work. But instead of focusing on a single reading, I've included a bunch of them around a single experience. It's a story of how I turned to the Yi for help with a tricky problem, and how its advice and other people's wisdom came together to nudge me in the right direction, and also how it gave me some reassurance afterwards. Actually, though, I think the best, most direct application of a reading in this story wasn't something I did at all, because I was on holiday at the time. So hopefully this will cast the light of real experience on a few hexagrams for you, and show a simple sort of outline of how Yi helps with problem-solving, and also perhaps be a faintly entertaining story, especially if you've ever been the leader of a group of any kind. This is a story of Clarity's Yijing community, the forums I first added to the site back in the year 2000. They've hosted thousands of wise and kind Yijing interpretations, and some great discussion, and also their share of disputes. We've always had a very light touch with moderation and been very gentle with penalties. People pretty much never get actually banned unless they do something completely egregious, like creating multiple accounts and pretending to be lots of people at once. So, we had a new member who was becoming a bit of a nuisance. He would show up everywhere, pontificating and repeating himself endlessly, being rude and obnoxious, and also asking the same questions endlessly without taking any notice of the answers. We have very few rules. We certainly don't have one against being really annoying, but it was getting to the point where the friction he created was sparking off rows. I asked Yi what best to do about him, and the oracle answered with hexagram 18, corruption, or dealing with corruption work on what has been spoiled, as Wilhelm calls it, changing at the third place to hexagram four, not knowing. Deal with corruption needs no commentary, really. Corruption, creating success from the source, fruitful to cross the great river, before the seed day three days, after the seed day three days. Something is causing ugliness, Treat the cause, not just the symptoms. Commit yourself, cross the river, move out of your comfort zone, and create a fresh start. So far, so clear. And hexagram four? Not knowing creates success. I do not seek the young ignoramus, the young ignoramus seeks me. The first consultation speaks clearly, the second and third pollute the waters. Polluted, hence not speaking. Constancy bears fruit. Normally, when I get this hexagram, I assume I'm the young ignoramus. I don't generally find it helps to look at readings and say, oh, that uncomplimentary part must be about that other person. But, at first, our forum nuisance had been met by a lot of kind, friendly responses from other members. But when their response wasn't exactly what he wanted, he asked harder. And that initial friendly relationship he'd had with the other members had been spoiled, or polluted. And by now, they weren't interested in answering his questions anymore. They just wanted him to go away. And that all sounds quite a lot like hexagram four, doesn't it? Here's the moving line, 1893. Ancestral father's corruption. There's small regret, no great mistake. 
Wilhelm reckons this is about someone who's, as he puts it, a little too energetic in dealing with the mess. That's a good starting point, I think. A smidgen more background. Rows were breaking out as people ran out of patience, so I had to come and arbitrate, and I was trying really hard to do that impartially. Long-standing members wondered why I was trying so hard to be impartial when the irritant and cause of the problem was plain. So this maybe over-energetic response was about how we reacted to the cause of the problem. An energetic response might mean small regret, but would be no great mistake. Anyway, I contacted our problem member privately to warn him he'd be suspended if he didn't desist. He wrote back to me, threatening either to create new accounts or to get all his friends to come and post in his defence, with the added threat that they were very angry at how he'd been treated and wouldn't be nearly as nice as he was. I asked the same question again, what to do about him, because I thought with this threat to create multiple accounts and spam us with abuse, he was becoming a new kind of problem, a good old-fashioned forum troll. Well, you know what they say about asking the same question repeatedly? I cast hexagram 4 unchanging. Mind you, there is more than one way to take this. It could be saying, I already answered this one once, deal with the corruption. But you remember how hexagram 4 in that previous reading had looked a lot like a portrait of the problem? In this reading, I think polluted, hence not speaking, looks a lot like the classic advice of do not feed the trolls. That's never a complete solution, though, not when you have a really motivated troll. And I did need a solution, because I was about to go away on holiday for a couple of weeks. The forums had one moderator, a lovely woman who'd been doing the job for, oh god, I don't know, it must have been at least a decade, and who didn't particularly like dealing with full-grown trolls, or with forum technology come to that. I couldn't just waltz off and leave her to deal with him, especially now he was threatening to flood us with fake accounts. It's a job for more than one person anyway, so they can jump in and clear up the mess as soon as it's posted. So I started thinking about asking for a whole global team of people to volunteer, and I asked Yi, how about this? This is often the path I follow with readings for problem solving. I ask for advice, ideally just the once, And I think about that, and then I end up asking about specific ideas and how they might work. Just because I think something's a bright idea, after all, doesn't necessarily mean it is. So, question to the oracle. How about a team? Answer. Radical change. That's hexagram 49. Changing up lines 2, 3, and 5 to 54, the marrying maiden. Where to start with this one? Maybe with the relating hexagram, Marrying Maiden, because this was a pretty accurate reflection of my situation. It may not seem that way, but as a forum owner, there is startlingly little you can do about a really determined troll. And this one knew it, and he'd been pointing this out in his emails to me. He could keep on signing up with new names and emails and completely drown the forum under a rising tide of garbage. There's clever technology to identify malicious bots, but there's nothing to match a malicious human. Marrying Maiden, 
to set out to bring order, pitfall, no direction bears fruit, says ye. There's a lot of subtlety to the picture of the marrying maiden. She's a second wife, she comes second. It's not about her, she's only there to make other people's relationships easier. I suppose you could describe her as a facilitator, which all makes her somewhat like a forum admin. But the main point, the core of her experience, is that she's powerless. Having a team meant 49 changing to 54. Radical change in this context of powerlessness. Okay. The idea of having a group of people helping to manage a big online community probably doesn't seem enormously radical to any sensible person, but it was for me in a couple of ways. I'm not especially good at asking for help instead of doing things myself, and also I don't think I'd ever given someone else that much power in my forum before. It meant access to a lot of the controls behind the scenes. It was all a bit daunting, which was why I was asking the Oracle about the idea, instead of just going ahead and doing it, even though I couldn't think of any other way. Radical change. On your own day, there is truth and confidence. Creating success from the source, constancy bears fruit. Regrets vanish. It was based on truth and confidence, on trust. And obviously, I was only going to ask people I trusted absolutely. And from that basis, it sounds like a good idea. There's a tension with hexagram 54, though, isn't there? Active transformation in the face of not really being able to do anything. How does that play out in the lines? Your own day, so make radical change and set out to bring order. Good fortune, no mistake. Setting out to bring order means a pitfall. Constancy means danger. As words of radical change draw near three times, there's truth and confidence. Great person transforms like a tiger. Even before the augury, there's truth and confidence. I think these lines reflect what the marrying maiden can do. She can feel her way into a situation, like listening for the sound waves carried through the lake, and she can know what lasts and what falls apart. These lines have a similar theme. Finding your own day and feeling out the right time when there's truth and confidence. Line two says, Your own day, so make radical change and set out to bring order. Good fortune, no mistake. Line three says, setting out to bring order means a pitfall, constancy means danger, as words of radical change draw near three times, there's truth and confidence. This is a nice example of what get called contradictions in readings. The relating hexagram says setting out to bring order is disastrous, and so does moving line three. Only line two says it's good fortune and no mistake. Setting out to bring order is a military image originally, marching your army out to sort out the rebels or invaders and restore peace and order so people can get on with their lives. Obviously exactly what my question was about. So was this a good idea? As so often with these so-called contradictions, it's not about whether it's a good idea, but when it is. For the marrying maiden on her own, without power, it just isn't. But in hexagram 49, when change needs to happen, someone is going to have to march out and create it. Line 2 is the inner centre of the hexagram, where you reach out for connection. 
or where I thought of the natural forum leaders I'd trust and reached out to ask them to volunteer their time and energy to deal with our troll, while I went on holiday. I think everyone I asked said yes, of course, which is kind of brilliant of them. We called the group the Troll Patrol. Line two says this is the right idea at the right time. On your own day, make radical change. It changes to hexagram 43, deciding. Five yang lines and a single yin line at the top, which is being pushed out by the energy that rises through the hexagram. This feels like the underlying principle, the connection, the decision, the rising energy that naturally expels what doesn't belong. Line three is a different position and a different step in the process. It's getting towards the outer trigram, so it's on the verge of implementation. In other words, it has to start asking, how are we actually going to do this? It changes to hexagram 17, following. It's looking for fluency and naturalness for an inner logic to what it does. This line starts by saying setting out to bring order is disastrous. That is, you can't just jump in and ban people. You need to find a balance that keeps the place open and welcoming for good conversations, not overrun with trollery, but not too policed either. As words of radical change draw near three times, there is truth and confidence. And it turned out that Troll Patrol needed to talk things through a good bit, to clarify how they'd manage and what measures they'd take when, and so on. I think the fifth line was more for me. The fifth line is the place for choices, for exercising autonomy. And this fifth line changes to hexagram 55, Fang, Abundance, where the king takes his place and seizes the moment. Interesting that being like the ruler taking his place actually meant delegating. Well, I suppose to most people that might be completely obvious, but it wasn't to me. Great person transforms like a tiger. Even before the augury, there's truth and confidence. That felt like a potent endorsement. Also, it reminded me that I already knew this was the right thing to do. I couldn't manage without help. And there was truth and confidence. Not just that I could trust my own judgement, but that I trusted the Troll Patrol members to care for the forums. I already knew that, too. I think it's that quality of trust and confidence that allows radical change to transform the experience of being the marrying maiden. So we inaugurated Troll Patrol. I was just about to disappear on holiday, and our troll was posting more and longer and more off-topic posts from a new username. I still wasn't sure he should actually be banned, though. I've taken pride in how inclusive the Ching community is, and how incredibly rare it is for anyone to be banned. How much harm, I wondered, was he really doing? I cast one more reading before I left. What best to do? Hexagram 6, arguing. Changing at lines 5 and 6 to 40, release. I shared this reading with the Troll Patrol, and then I absconded. This is my favourite part of the story, I think, because this reading was applied in a very direct and satisfying way. Arguing, it said, or conflict. Well, yes, that was happening. And the default message of this hexagram is that this is not a great idea, not a very sustainable one, and no sort of basis for decisive action. Arguing. There's truth and confidence blocked. 
vigilant and centred good fortune, ending pitfall, fruitful to see great people, fruitless to cross the great river. In the background was hexagram 40, release, which was what we wanted, of course. Release. The southwest is fruitful, with no place to go to turn round and come back is good fortune. With a direction to go, daybreak, good fortune. That also introduces what might be a key idea of does the path you're on lead to where you want to be? If it does, set out early. If it doesn't, go home. That would actually be a very sensible attitude to bring to an argument. Can I win this? Is it worth the effort? Most of the moving line texts in hexagram 6 say it isn't. The one exception is line 5. Arguing, good fortune from the source. One of the patrollers looked at this and pointed out that they were in a battle worth fighting. Line 6 says, Maybe awarded a grand leather belt, by the end of the day stripped of it three times. A perfect symbol of something not worth the bother, surely. So what happened next? The troll created five new accounts in fake names in one day, and I needed to give the troll patrol extra moderator rights to delete the posts he made from them all, as well as banning the fake users. And then he created a sixth fake account. And with this one, he managed exactly one post, which survived barely any time at all, before a patroller briskly deleted it and banned the account. And that was when he gave up. We reckoned line six reflected the troll's experience. He could not manage any lasting victories. A couple of days later, I recorded this dream in my journal. We go to visit the lions. One is greeting mum and getting rambunctious, play-ambushing her leg. This could go badly wrong. Don't run, I say, because that would trigger the lion's instinct to chase and pull down and I head towards her quickly to put myself between her and the lion. But by the time I get there, she's already said no, and sit, and the lion has meekly sat. I'm hugely impressed and also a bit amused. This, I think, is the power of the teacher's voice, and now the lion is rolling on its back, paws in the air submitting to her. So that's a happy ending to our story, isn't it? except I wasn't quite sure. Let me read you another bit from my journal back then. Somehow, I have ended up founding, leading, empowering and encouraging a team to discourage, demoralise and ultimately exclude an individual from the group. That looks like the very definition of bullying, and yet it seems clearly the right thing to do because said individual is out to do harm through deception. In the past, I've been slow to deal with individual troublemakers because my sympathies with the individual against the group, and because there's a group ugliness that emerges. What have I done here? Accepted leadership and guardianship of the community? Or is this how... And here I named the girl who bullied me most at school. Is this how she would have felt? keeping the insensitively clever one in her place and defending the class from her crassness by making her retreat. What have I been doing with Troll Patrol? 45, line 2, changing to 47. 
Hexagram 45 is gathering. Gathering creates success. The king enters his temple. Fruitful to see great people creating success. Constancy bears fruit. Using great sacrificial animals is good fortune. Fruitful to have a direction to go. That's good and plain and literal. It's what I'd done. Gathered a group of people with a purpose. The king in his temple sort of completes a circuit. Authority is joined with the sacred, with the foundation and source of the group. I suppose this is about the authority I have being in charge of the forum, though honestly I'd much rather hide under a rock until the trouble goes away. But since that's not normally a brilliant strategy, I'd installed the king in the temple, I saw great people, bless them, and they brought their own sacrificial animals and we had a shared direction to go. 45 does need that direction, it's not an end in itself. And gatherings need precautions taking against damage, or they might do. Mostly, the clarity forums just see a bit of interpersonal friction, but every now and then you do get someone like this one who just genuinely wants to wreck the place. The image talks about being on guard against the unexpected, ready to stave off floods. Lake higher than the earth, gathering. A noble one sets aside weapons and tools and warns against the unexpected. That was very much what we'd done, too. We weren't sure what our troll would do next, but we had people prepared with some nice moderation weapons and tools. Then in the background to this reading was hexagram 47, confining. Confined creates success. Constancy of a great person, good fortune, not a mistake. There are words not trusted. Very different. Not joining a group, but being completely on my own, taking decisions on my own. The inner concentration of purpose. Also a reminder that I didn't need to believe anyone else's version of events. Obviously not the trolls. He was a spectacular liar. But really no one else's. Words not trusted. That actually reminds me of 49 line 5. Maybe not trusting words and having truth and confidence before the augury are two sides of one coin. The moving line was deeply reassuring. Being drawn. Good fortune, no mistake. With truth and confidence, it's fruitful to make the summer offering. There's that truth and confidence again. Before the reading, I wrote that I'd somehow ended up on this path. Ye gives me another way to see that, as being drawn, and clearly being drawn by the right thing. It's a second line again, the line for connection from the inner centre, and I think I was drawn by the conviction of the group. Hexagram 45 and this line are telling me that a group and its identity can be a force for good. So that really was the happy ending after all. How I brought my problem to the oracle and it nudged and encouraged and guided me towards a solution. And also how the solution turned out to be the kindness and energy and good sense of other people. That's all for now. I hope you enjoyed this one. Don't forget that if you'd like help with a reading of your own, you're very welcome to come on the podcast and share it visit onlineclarity.co.uk forward slash share. That's O-N-L-I-N-E-C-L-A-R-I-T-Y dot C-O dot U-K forward slash S-H-A-R-E 
to book your slot. And thank you for listening.